Memory is the basis of every journey. Stephen King, Dreamcatcher. Hey, Justin. Hey, Kayla. How's it going? I'm good. Are you ready to wrap up our year uh, plus <laughs> of King? Uh, yeah, that sounds way preferable to watching the vice presidential debate. Yes, I was very pleased that we timed this so well that we don't have to deal with that. I can just catch up on uh, the interesting stuff tomorrow, maybe, or maybe not. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I, I, yeah I just don't think there will be much interesting unless. <laughs> uh, anyway, happy October, the happiest yes. month of the year. Yes, the high holy month for us yeah. spooky fans. Are you, uh, <laughs> are you doing anything to to build up to Halloween? You know, not really. I'm trying to read a lot more spooky books and I've been watching, re-watching a lot of old favorite horror movies. So sometimes I'll just get in the mood and I'll, I'll watch something like um, The Others or um, The Witch or something that I really like that I've seen a million times. It's just kind of like a comfort watch almost. So I've been watching a lot of those uh, movies and um, I'm really looking forward to watching Netflix's The Haunting of Bly Manor, which is coming out this weekend. Um, I'm a big fan of The Haunting of Hill House, and I'm looking forward to that. So honestly, just like watching and taking in a lot of spooky media is uh, helping me build up to Halloween. What about you? Yeah, um, yeah, I've I've been trying to watch a few a few horror movies here and there. I've actually broken out my. Uh my saw blu-rays and i'm working my way through the saw series um because I, nice. i've seen all i've seen all of them but most of them i haven't watched uh really since they came out so uh mm. currently on saw three and uh i don't know you know i know opinions are very divisive on those movies uh but i i kind of enjoy the way that they play with the timelines and have kind of overlapping store storylines and there's a little bit I think there's a little bit more thought to them than most of the slasher genre. Sure. Absolutely. I absolutely agree. I feel like it would have been easy for them to just kind of do the same thing over and over again in those movies and still make a ton of money and people go see it. So it doesn't really matter, but they, yeah, they do really try to make it like a, a full story with actual character development. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, is, yeah. There, there, there are times that they are still very bad movies, oh, but, yes. <laughs> uh, but they're enjoyable. Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So yeah, did that. And also um, last weekend hit up our favorite bar here in Nashville. Uh, shout out to chopper for all of our Nashville listeners. And um, <laughs> they have the most delightful horror themed tiki mugs. And so oh. Uh, so I now have a few of those on the way. I've got uh, Jason, Freddy, and the Leprechaun uh, heading my way. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I didn't even see the Leprechaun one when you sent the picture of all the different ones. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, hilarious. yeah, yeah. So they have yeah, they have those. They've got a they've got Ghostface, Michael Myers, mm-hmm. Pinhead. Um, uh, trying to. Yeah, but I think amongst ones that they did not have uh, drinks in at the bar, there is uh, Pennywise, the Leprechaun, and um, uh, one of the Gremlins. Wow! Oh, that's so cool. So, is this yes. a new place? Uh, yeah, it is. It's it's that's new cool. since you it's new since you guys moved away. Um, it's over of there, course. kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
it's over there kind of by uh barista parlor and mm, um mm-hmm. and like uh right across the street from um the aldi it's it's here on the east side nice but anyway cool. enough 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 hyper local nashville talk let's <laughs> uh let's shift to to mostly maine and uh talk about what we liked and what we didn't like uh during our run through what was our final total 53 52 we're at 52 okay yes uh yeah so you know not much ground to cover (laughs) yeah not much for just a a quick end of the year wrap-up right you know yeah no i mean yeah you basically you know we started with carrie we finished with the institute and then we read a few in between yeah that's about it yeah the end <laughs> um, um well we didn't we didn't uh ssr method we didn't really talk about what we were going to do on this one beforehand <laughs> um but uh i i think the most dreadfully boring thing we could do would be to each give a detailed rundown of our exact ranking of each of these books but i will oh, ask god <laughs> uh I, w- I will ask if you had to, it's, let, let's say five. If you had to pick your five favorite mm. books from this from this run of the Stephen King novels, what do you think would would be on there for you? Oh man, um, and I feel like a lot of them. I feel like a lot of my top five are are stuck. Like those are you know the top three or four, and sure. I feel like there's one or two that kind of move in and out depending on my mood or who I'm talking to or whatever. Um, but I think I'm pretty solid on, uh, the shining, uh, the dead zone pet cemetery, which I think is my favorite, um, right now, um, it and the outsider. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. I, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think my list would differ a whole lot from yours. I think, uh, yeah, I would definitely, I would say, I would say the shining one, um, Mm. probably probably pet cemetery too um uh yeah i think i would say then probably it the outsider and uh you know i i I mean even though i there there were some issues with it probably the stand is my is my number five yeah there's always a few that keep kind of slipping in and out and the stand is one of them and also 11 22 63 which i just I love that book. It's such an amazing story and a lot of fun. And so that keeps kind of getting moved in and out of the top five every once in a while. But um, it is kind of interesting to see the weighting of kind of his earlier works um, versus his later works, which is interesting to me because he keeps getting to be a better writer. So yeah, for sure. His writing is so strong and we've mentioned it so many times and how amazing he's getting, but I think I just really love the really scary stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and a right. lot of that is in the beginning. And that's just my favorite kind of genre. So when he tries different things, I, I enjoy it and it's interesting. But I just really love that kind of classic stuff. No, yeah, I think you're at, I think you're right. I mean, I think the early stuff is why Stephen King still has the reputation as as a horror writer mm-hmm. um but but really he's just like and this is not a knock on him at all now he's just a novelist and he kind of does mm-hmm. does whatever he wants yeah which good for him that is probably every writer's dream to be able to get to the point where you're not just churning out 
a bunch of horror books <laughs> or romance or whatever genre you're associated with and you get to just do whatever you want and people will buy it Absolutely. and you make money. Um, so I feel like he's, he's living the dream, which is awesome. Um, any books, uh, any books that you kind of, that you were surprised how much you liked them um, based on what your expectations were going in? Hmm. I think, I think I would say maybe something like Dolores Claiborne uh-huh. um, that I didn't know really anything about at all. Um, I think I might have seen the cover of the movie with Kathy Bates on it maybe once or twice here and there. Um, but I didn't know anything about it at all. And I remember reading the description and being like, that doesn't really sound particularly interesting, kind of. But I loved her character. I loved the point of view that he worked with the style of writing and I would just I really enjoyed that book and yeah it took me by surprise because it just came out of nowhere (laughs) yeah yeah so one like that for you um yeah honestly I think the one that jumps to mind right away is Duma Key um I thought Mm. I I you know that was kind of in a a kind of strange um stretch of books of his where we, we weren't loving all of them and and that, and you know, then it's like the setting is in Florida, and I, I was I was wary of that, but I, I I really enjoyed that book. It was weird and goofy and not perfect, but I, I found it really enjoyable. So yeah, yeah that's that's probably that's probably the biggest one to me that um that jumps out. Uh, I guess another mm-hmm. another pleasant surprise for me was Needful Things, um, and that was yeah. kind of just like, Ooh, I, I just thought of that too. I didn't, like I just I didn't have any opinion about it going in you know it wasn't one that I had ever heard anything about um didn't really know anything about it other than it was set in Castle Rock and while it suffered from a little bit of bloat um it was a pretty fun story yeah absolutely I loved the very sinister uh mood in the book um and I I loved the characters again and getting to see this town break down on itself uh he always does that really well, but I thought it was really fun and kind of a, an evil, dark way and <laughs> needful things more than other books where it feels a little bit too serious. Like needful things felt like a little bit, yeah. uh, like well, kind of like an old fashioned B horror movie style. And I, I love that. Yeah. It was fun. Is there any book that you would like to go back and reread? Maybe you didn't really care for it so much this time around, but you think you'd need to revisit it again. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I, so I actually have a corollary question to that that we'll do next, but um, (laughs) yeah, I guess what would, yeah, you know, honestly, I would kind of like to go back to the very beginning and, and read Carrie and Salem's lot again and see, Mm. see how my, how my opinion of those has changed. Cause I, I feel like when we when we talked about them and when we did crown ratings and everything, I was I was a little bit, you know, I didn't want to jump the gun and start giving everything <laughs> four or five crowns right away. Um, and uh, so I think I would definitely probably rate Carrie higher at this point. Um, although I, mm-hmm. I still remember the discussion of the genetic transmission of that disease just really bothering me because it just did not make any sense at all. <laughs> Uh, um, it's kind of tough right off and, the bat, and, right? And, <laughs> to, but you, to run into something. And you know, I, Salem's Lot is one that just—I mean, people just love that book, and I—I I just found it mm-hmm. uh, when I—I I remember there there were some things I about it, and 
but I found a lot of it just really boring on the whole. And I don't, yeah. I remember, you know, and we talked about this during our podcast. I remember, I think maybe we've just become so inundated by vampire media that I was just like, oh, another vampire thing. Okay. Yeah. Wesley sure. Snipes isn't involved. Okay. I'm not that interested. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. I, but I don't know. You know, that book is so, so beloved that I, I would, I wouldn't mind, uh, checking it out again at at some point but uh there there are other phases of the years of king that we need to tackle first um yeah uh, well, how, yes, how about you anything true. that you uh kind of have in the back of your mind to maybe revisit at some point there's there are a few the whole dark tower series like the and that's exactly what i was about to say <laughs> it's <laughs> like I don't want to, <laughs> but I also feel like it benefits from maybe another reread. Having read the whole series once through, I'm sure there's a ton of stuff that I missed that I didn't appreciate where then to be, you know, perfectly transparent, probably a few times where I was like, okay, okay. And like kind of, you know, skimming a little bit to get to the good Well, one. <laughs> you know, that's, that's a very meta um, interpretation of the ending of the Dark Tower series is feeling right. the need to go back and start reading the whole thing again. Yes, exactly. And that's kind of where I'm at with that. I don't know. It's one of those things where maybe like 20 years from now, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll pick this back up again and <laughs> try it again as, a, as an older person. But, um, you know, I may not dive back into it after our other books that we read. But it's something that I think I, I need to do one day. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I kind of had a similar question in mind, but um, a little little different take. And I think in terms of, you know, having already read some of these books and then revisiting them this time during the Year of King, I think you probably were revisiting mm-hmm. about twice as many of them as I was. But um, were there any were there any that you revisited that you had kind of forgotten like how much you enjoyed them or, or just uh, you were surprised at how much you enjoyed rereading them? Oh man. Um, I actually, I had reread it and uh, Pet Cemetery fairly recently before we started uh, the year of King project. Um, So I won't include those because they were pretty recent. I think the shining um, it had been several years since I had read it. Um, I don't exactly know how, how many, but quite a few. And I remember liking it the first time that I read it. But I think it's one of those books where you read it from a different perspective. If you read it as a teenager or even a younger kid, you're going to read it more from like a Danny perspective. If you read it when you're an adult, you might read it a little bit more from uh, D and Jack's perspective. Yeah. Um, and you see a lot of different things. I saw more with like the Dick Halloran character than I had seen before um, in rereading it. And yeah, I, re- I really enjoyed it. It was a lot. It was even scarier reading it this time around to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think for me um, and again, I probably only like eight or so of these books were, were rereads for me. But I think the. Two, two that jump out to mind to me that I was really surprised by how much I enjoyed rereading them. One was um, uh, Black House. Um, cause I, ah, I had, yeah. I'd, I'd read that like right when it came out. And, um, and I remember like thinking it was fine, but 
you, you know, there had probably been a gap of five or six years between me reading The Talisman and then reading Black House when it came out. So I think I had forgotten pretty much everything that went on in The Talisman. And so I found that I enjoyed Black House a lot more this time around, having, you know, having only read The Talisman like probably four or five months beforehand and still having all of that stuff yeah. fresh in mind. Um, so, yeah, I actually really enjoyed that. And in the end, I thought of, I, I enjoyed that more than The Talisman, actually. Um, and there, there mm-hmm. are always kind of online rumblings of a third book in that series, which... Um, uh, I, I'm Ooh. down for if they want to revisit that. Interesting. Uh, that'd be kind of yeah, fun. Yeah, that's hmm, that is um, interesting. <laughs> and then, uh, and then the other one, and and honestly, this is the one that I was like, this is the one where you know my, one of my good friends was like, "Are you gonna? Do you have to reread Under the Dome?" And I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna have to reread Under the Dome." <laughs> uh, but uh, man, I forgot uh, so. I, it kind of goes off the rails at the end, but so much of under the dome is I I thought really well written. Um, Love, Mm. love the evilness of big Jim Rennie. And uh, uh, so I, I actually was really surprised at how much I enjoyed rereading that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) that that is really interesting. I'm sure you were dreading looking at the book again. It's like a thousand pages. oh that's quite a heft I felt like that looking at it and I, I love it I really do but looking at it again after I read it I think the year before I was like oh okay <laughs> just okay but it's you know it's it's one of those things where it's Stephen King's books are really well done on audio um so I felt like a lot of times when I reread these books I tried them in a different format and sometimes it was it was pretty interesting like it paid off pretty well um, to hear it. And I partially read it paper copy and then partially listened to it on audiobook, And it was really cool. The narrator was awesome. So sometimes that helps nice, yeah. <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah. Um, anything, any of these books that you were, you're kind of holding out hope for a sequel to, uh, in, in, you know, in book mm. form. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> That's that kind of threw me for a loop. So now I feel like I want to pick something like yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I, I'm not it's sure. Like... I'm not sure. I have like an amazing answer to this either. I was just, uh, I, you know, I don't. Mm. Let's get a sequel to the Tommy Knockers. Yes. Let's just go just crazy and just <laughs> just. I love that feeling of reading the Tommy Knockers and thinking like. This is just so yeah, it's just totally off the rails, just a yeah. hot mess. And it was, I, it's you know, you never read stuff like that really, so it's kind of awesome. And it, yeah, sure, well, let's let the Tommy Knockers go to a different place in Maine this time and see what kind of havoc they yeah. can wreak there. <laughs> I think that would be fun. <laughs> what about you? Any uh, sequels that you're um... hoping for one day? I feel like he's always know, teasing right? yeah. stuff, so yeah. Well, no, I, yeah, I really want that Jason Voorhees book that he has teased us with. Uh, but yeah. uh, um, <laughs> no, um, what? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind revisiting the surviving characters in The Outsider, and uh, you know, if he could, if he could ah. do something, do something with them again. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not. 
I'm not a, I'm not a huge sequels person. Like I, uh, especially with books. Um, I, uh, you know, like I said, I thought, and you know, he, he hasn't done that many, uh, obviously, uh, like mm-hmm. I said, I thought Black House was really good, um, and uh, Doctor Sleep was it, to me it was fine. It was it was enjoyable, but it, it wasn't mm-hmm. The Shining. I don't know that I need to revisit those characters again. Yeah, same here. I always feel I don't know. I I feel like he wraps up his stories pretty well. I feel like he has a good yeah. plan um, for what he's trying to say. So, like I think about the Bill Hodges trilogy, and I feel like it was a very uh, well-rounded out story. And I feel like he plans things out so well that, you know, I don't really feel like the need to, you know, follow the characters more. You know, you might like them. Um, He's got so many interesting and good characters, but um, it's not necessary all the time. (laughs) Any any forthcoming Stephen King... uh... TV or movie adaptations that you've heard of that you're that you're particularly excited about? Oh man, mm. I'm kind of scanning through yeah. to think about. I mean, so here's you like because I know I... they're doing um, CB, you know, CBS is doing the stand for their streaming platform. Yes. Um, that's I think that's the biggest one that's that's really close to being dropped. Um, uh, yeah. I don't. I figure you I saw that like... Hulu said they were not doing the Eyes of the Dragon. Yes, <laughs> that was which... not super surprising. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, I'm sure they figured out. Like, yeah, I don't think that this has appealed to really anyone. So yeah. <laughs> just let it go. And I, I, um, I am in- interested in seeing the new stand. Yeah. Um, I, and I. Do you I, remember I, yeah. what what they announced that they're doing for season two of The Outsider? No, it's, it's another I one of his I things. Really but kept I forget up with it. whether I forget whether it's a short story or whether they're going to do another one of his novels. Um, oh, a short story would be really cool. Um, he's got so many good ones. Um, and I'm sure there's some, you know, everybody knows like the really famous ones like Shawshank Redemption and uh, The Body, which is Stand By Me and all, and all those kind of stories, too. But I'm sure he's got a lot of really good ones that could use yeah. an adaptation. Um, now, aren't we also getting a uh, are we getting a Salem's Lot uh, movie or TV show? Do you remember hearing about that? Yes, I have heard about that. Um, it's another one of those ones, too, where they could make it really interesting, but I don't know if it's a story that needs to be told again. Um, you know, they got plenty of vampire right. stuff on TV now. But The Stand, uh, that's a story where I feel like it's time is right. We've got a, you know, this good versus evil classic story that I think that people always go for. Um, and if you put it together really well with a good budget, then it could be yes, interesting. Agreed. Um, so yeah, I think I'll check that one yeah. out. Um, is is there any book that you feel like should God? Get I mean, well, what or what another adaptation? Point, right? <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> or something that you feel like should needs a better one. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, what, they should just try Carrie again, right? The, the, no. no. <laughs> right. Um, Remake the perfect, like, Brian De Palma beautiful yeah. film. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Well, they already did that once, remember, and it didn't it didn't work so well. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shameful. Yeah. I mean, I don't as much as like as much as we dogged on some of the books. I think like everyone, I'm kind of like you know, if anyone ever really tried to do uh, the Dark Tower right, I would watch that. I would definitely mm-hmm. watch that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it could be done right. And I think that that was the problem with the movie. It's like, this isn't hard. I don't know why this is difficult for them to do, but for some reason it just, yeah, didn't work. Um, I, I don't know. I think I would like to see, I think I would like to see something like, the girl who loved Tom Gordon, which is very oh, weird. There, someone's book. doing that one, right? I think oh, I think the director oh, of it okay. is doing it. Oh, well, so there you go. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah, there I go. Uh, but yeah, I would. I think I would really like to see that. Um, it's a it's a strange book, but I feel like it could be really well done. It's like a tight. Yeah. Uh, you know like a very tight focused film and i think they could do a really you know they wouldn't make it like three hours or anything like that but if you make it like an hour and a half a, a cool little psychological thriller that would be yeah. really interesting yeah they are uh they are doing it uh actually so uh george romero's wife is teaming up with um the producer of it and a few others to uh to make a film Ooh. adaptation so cool yeah okay down so, for that yeah so, so there you go your <laughs> wish is cool. granted how convenient <laughs> for me to pick that one and then be surprised with that yeah news. um Great. yeah i'm trying to see if there's any you know, so much so many of them have been have been adopted now um mm-hmm. uh yeah i can't think of any more that i would want uh i actually yeah, I, like if someone I don't think anyone's ever made uh, a talisman adaptation. Uh, that that, would, that could no. be kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, that um, could be cool. And I actually Ooh, want to uh, go. I think about revival. Oh, revival. Yeah. 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 That, that could be a weird. fun one. I'd like uh, that. Actually, I think they're doing revival. Yeah. I, I think our. Uh, <gasps> yeah, I, I'm what? pretty sure. Let me. I'm googling as we speak. Um, amongst things that have already been done that i haven't seen i actually it has such a like bizarre cast i want to go back and watch the movie version of Dreamcatcher because it has like <laughs> have you seen it's, it uh, it's wild oh yeah i saw it in the theater with my grandpa okay. we read the book together and then we went to go see the movie <laughs> We were both like, what the hell is this? Yeah, um, the, so the guy, Mike Flanagan, the guy who directed the Doctor Sleep movie and, uh, and Gerald's Game is mm-hmm. doing a revival. Uh, oh, I love Mike so, Flanagan. So yeah, so okay. yeah, you're getting I'm all your things. That. Yeah, and now, so, but now you're stuck having to rewatch Dreamcatcher, <laughs> yeah. which sounds terrible. So. I just <laughs> It has a cast with so many people who went on to so many better things. I just kind of, I, I really want to yeah. see it. It's a, it's an amazing cast and they all managed to be terrible in yeah. different wow. ways. That's all right. It's faithful <laughs> it's to the spirit of the book. Wild. Yes, absolutely. Maybe they read it and were like, well, I guess I can do whatever I want because <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, 
Well, uh, I don't know. I think we've talked so extensively about the books that we really don't like that I don't feel the need to revisit that. This is this is more of a celebration. This is more of a celebration of the Year of King. We don't need to. There's enough. If you want, if you want the negativity, go watch the debates. Yeah, yeah. You don't need it from us. You and it's probably pretty obvious which ones we like and which ones we don't like. Um, I do want to ask you though. So, uh, just a heads up for people listening. We are going to keep reading. So yeah, sorry. We're You're going not to done read. <laughs> yeah, You're not done yet. Um, sorry to everyone involved, but we're not done yet. Uh, we're going to read the Bachman books. We're going to read the short story collections and then his nonfiction. Um, which, is there any particular type of those books or a particular book that you are especially excited to read? Um, you know, so I think, I think the only thing for me here that's going to be a reread is the running man. And I, I mean, I, I, I read that ah, like, in okay. middle school. Uh, I haven't, I haven't mm-hmm. uh, read that in, in uh, decades. Um, I think I, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the things, things that I'm kind of interested in reading um, I want to see what the regulators is like because I know it's kind of like it's like the mm. characters from Desperation, right? But but a com- kind of different story. So I want to see how that just how that was handled. Um, and mm-hmm. and then um, amongst the short story stuff, I'm most uh, I'm most intrigued by Hearts in Atlantis because. I want some more backstory on what the hell the guy who pops up at the end of the Dark Tower series um, is all about. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, anything for you that you're uh, anticipating? I'm looking forward to reading some of his older short story collections. Um, a lot of them I read when I was a kid or yeah. young, like a teenager. So I don't really remember them very much. Um I remember different seasons, all four of those novellas being like amazing home run stories. Um, But I want to reread like Night Shift and Skeleton Crew. Like those are some of the older ones. Um, I also want to reread Dance Macabre, uh, which is his discussion of the horror genre. Um, And he talks about books and movies and all those sort of things. And um, I think it's going to be... I, I remember reading parts of it, but I think it'll be fun to sit down and read the whole thing. I'm a big horror nerd, obviously, and it's it's always fun to read like a horror writer write about what they think about horror. Um, so I'm curious to see what he yeah. has to say about yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah, no, I'm I, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, kind of kicking off the next part. So yeah, I guess we're gonna go. Well, we're going to go at a somewhat slower pace, I guess, although some critics might say, how could it be any slower? Um, but but that's, entire, that's entirely <laughs> my limitation and not yours. <laughs> um, but uh, I guess we're doing the chronological <laughs> order thing again. That seems to make the most sense. So I guess our first Bachman book is the uh, much debated Rage, huh? Yeah, I... I don't know it really much about it except yeah, for the fact that it's yeah, out of print I mean, in a lot of countries. Yeah, I, I, um, I know. And yeah, hard I know to find. The, I know the basics of it, but uh, fortunately, we have we have some access to a version of it. Um, 
Uh, it is kind of yes, funny. I actually, absolutely. I'm right now reading the the Bob Woodward book about Trump. Um, also, also titled Rage. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably going to have a run of uh, <laughs> like two out of three yeah. books on my Goodreads account um, titled Rage. Uh, so Rage. don't know what that says <laughs> about me, but nevertheless. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> you could just say yeah. that you're doing it for a project, <laughs> at least the one of them. So there you go. It's for it's for a project. It's All fine. right. Uh anything else, Kayla? I I think that's it. Yeah. Just well, start the all next right. Leg. Next, I will see you next time with the beginning of phase two. And uh we'll do that whenever <laughs> whenever we get around to it. All right. Whatever. Thanks, Kayla. Yeah. No rush. <laughs> yep. For more of our Stephen King adventures, please follow us on Instagram at The Year of King.